Sound level? Are you good? That's good. You're listening to the Kids Ask Why podcast with Lockie. where kids ask why and kids find the answers. This is episode 12 all about pets with summer. Hello and welcome to the Kids Ask Why. Today we're going to be talking about pets. Okay, so I'm going to ask some questions to Dad. How did we have pets in the first place? Hey Summer, so human beings haven't always had pets like we have pets today. And in fact, the domestication of animals, and that's the process of training or breeding wild animals to become domesticated or pets has started a long, long time ago. And we're looking at an article here on the internet by National Geographic that talks about how animals become domesticated. And so human beings started domesticating animals and plants about the same time, about 10 to 30,000 years ago, depending on geological evidence. And it happened around about the same time all over the world. And it's very, very important part of our evolution because it allowed people to stay in one place longer So they didn't have to go foraging for food if they had plants that they could grow. And they didn't have to go looking for meat if they had animals that they could have as herds or farms for their food. So that's one good reason for having domestic animals, and that's for food. So that's things like sheep and cows and pigs and chickens and turkeys. So we started domesticating chickens as a human race about 10,000 years ago. Uh, But we also domesticate animals for other reasons as well. What other reasons could we use to domesticate animals? What could they be used for? To make it like in the police? Yes, a good good example. They're called work animals. So uh, working or draft animals, things like horses or donkeys or camels, or even a police dog is a great example of a working animal. What about our cat? Is our cat a working animal or is he food or is he something else? Because he's our friend. Yeah, exactly. Our cat is our friend, isn't he? He's a companion animal. And that's the other type, the third type of domesticated animals. So that process, that process happens over a long period of time and it's called selective breeding. So we choose animals that would make good pets. So we choose animals that might be easier to um, work with. They might be a certain, have certain behavior or they might have certain physical characteristics that makes them um, a better working dog or a better horse to ride in certain conditions. So we choose them um, for various reasons. And animals that make good um, pets or domestic animals usually share certain traits. So this is from the National Geographic article. So they, they grow and mature quickly, so it doesn't take a long time to grow up a domestic pet. Uh, they breed easily in captivity, um, and we can have multiple sets of animals in the same year, so things that give birth quite quickly. Um, they eat plant-based diets, and this was an interesting one that we learned about, that animals that are good domestic pets have plant-based diets, so they're easy to feed and inexpensive to feed. 
they easily adapt to changing conditions, and they could live in herds or have good parent-child relationships like dogs and cats do, making them easy for us to control and work with. And so that process happened over between 33,000 and 11,000 years ago. Um, and so we started with dogs, we think. We first started domesticating dogs and horses, so work animals. Um, and then we started having uh, livestock animals, so things like sheep, um, chickens in Asia became domesticated quite early, um, and other animals like that. What's the most common type of pet? So the most common type of pet depends on what country you live in. So, for instance, uh, in America, there are lots and lots of fish, and it kind of depends on what we're talking about. Um, most households have dogs in America, and I imagine it's quite the same here in New Zealand. But there are many, many more fish as pets in America. So we were reading one survey here, Summer, that says that there could be as many as 142 million fish in America as domestic pets. But most households have a dog. So there are more households with dogs than any other pet. But there are more cats that are pets because lots of people have multiple cats. So they might have two, maybe even three cats as pets. So they're the most popular ones. But it depends on where you are around the world. So different countries might have different animals as more popular pets than others. And some countries have different pets altogether. So some countries might have different types of animals as pets like ferrets or guinea pigs, uh, maybe even mice, whereas other countries wouldn't have mice as pets at all. Whoa, that's cool. Number three, when do we first start having pets? Really good question. So we started having pets somewhere between sort of 30,000 and 10,000 years ago, so quite a long time when we started our agricultural revolution. So when we stopped being hunters and gatherers and we started to live in communities together as groups of people, we started to domesticate animals to work on our farms or to help protect us. So we might have had guard dogs to help protect us at night. Um, but we also might have started to have companion animals around about the same time. So we might have started to keep um, domestic cats as companions or maybe even um, dogs became companion animals around about that time. We're not exactly sure, but that's around about the time that we started having domestic animals. But we've had domestic animals as pets in modern society for quite some time. Okay. Why do some people have pets like monkeys and tigers? And why is that bad? Great question, Summer. So exotic pets, particularly in the, in the United States, is a really popular topic at the moment. In fact, um, lots of grown-ups listening to this show with their kids will know about a documentary that's released about um, a person who keeps a lot of exotic tigers as pets in the United States. So lots of people are giving this a lot of attention. And having exotic pets is, is not always great because those pets aren't conditioned to or used to living in captivity, and they're not designed to live in captivity. So the problem with having monkeys and tigers and all sorts of exotic animals as pets or wild animals as pets is that they're not designed to be pets. They're not brought up to be pets. They, they are supposed to live in the wild. So, for instance, a lion or a tiger or even a monkey is designed to live in a big open space in a way that doesn't match with being at home in a house. So a tiger needs lots of room to roam around. 
A lion normally lives in a pride of animals or a group of tigers together. And monkeys also live in tribes and they need a lot more space than humans can provide them in their houses. And they eat a different diet and they, they behave differently to how we would like them to be as pets. So while it might be exciting to have a lion or a tiger or a monkey or a puma or some exotic animal as a pet, it's not always a good idea. In fact, most of the time it's a bad idea because those animals should be in the wild. And it's quite cruel to keep them in a cage, even you know if they should be flying around. And that's why sometimes people think even keeping exotic birds is a bad idea because although they're in a cage, they won't be able to fly around and explore their environment like a bird would be in the wild. So that's why it's not a great idea to have an exotic animal as a pet. Well, that's cool. Dad, can I get a kitten? It's a very, very good thing to have a pet sometimes in a house because it teaches young people responsibility and looking after things because a pet is not just for Christmas, is it? You have to look after it for its whole life and cats can live quite a long time and dogs can live quite a long time too, sometimes up to 10 or 15 years. So it's very, very important that you don't just have a pet for a little while while it's a kitten. You've got to look after it while it's a grown-up cat as well and feed it and look after it. Make sure it can go to the vet. Make sure you exercise it if it's a pet that needs exercise and make sure that you look after it for its whole life. But we might be able to get another cat one day. What do you think? Yep. Why do people like dogs and kittens? Great question. So there are lots and lots of benefits to having a pet. There are obvious benefits to teach people responsibility. That's one That's one benefit of having a pet is that it teaches you about looking after something else or someone else. So you learn to look after a pet and how um, to train it and how to feed it and how to you know look after it and all that sort of thing. But pets have lots of other benefits too. When the cat comes and sits on your lap and gives you a cuddle, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel like I lie like the cat, like I love it. That's absolutely right. And lots of pets are like that. They give their owners companions and love. And they are, it's often unconditional love. So the cat doesn't love you because you feed it, although that helps. The cat loves you because you're its, you're its friend or you're part of its family. And that's the same with dogs too. So a lot of people have dogs for companionship. The cat is cuddly. Yeah, some pets are more cuddly than others. Some pets are better for companionship. Some pets are good guard dogs. So some people keep a dog because it looks after the house and it keeps it nice and safe. Maybe it sits outside at nighttime and keeps their house safe. Some people have pets for health reasons. So there are well-documented evidence that pets can help improve the lifestyle and the health of their owners, both through companionship and love, but also for a number of other reasons as well, particularly people's mental health. So it's always nice to have a friend and sometimes having a pet can be that friend for particularly an older person. So there's lots of documented cases of pets having um, great mental health benefits for elderly people. Um, Pets can also help people's physical health as well. So things like a guide dog or a support animal can help people who have physical problems to cope with the modern world. Particularly if you um, have sight difficulties, you can have a seeing eye dog that can help you find your way around, which is wonderful as well. So there's many, many reasons why having pets is a really, really good thing. Thank you for listening to The Kids Ask Why. Please leave a like and subscribe.